welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, as we love to say every week, we're all about the music and the people that make it. And coming up, we're pleased to welcome Toronto-based singer-songwriter Lynn Harrison back to Folk Roots Radio to chat about her wonderful new album, Treasure, a beautiful recording that gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. It's an inspiring and uplifting conversation, and I think it's really worth staying with us to check it out. We wrap up the rest of the episode with more new releases, and this time around we've decided to make them all from female artists. And we're starting off this way. This is Karen Casey, one of Ireland's finest songwriters, with her ode to female solidarity and friendship. Sister, I am here for you. A beautiful duet with fellow Irish singer-songwriter and fiddle player Neve Dunn. And you can find it on Karen Casey's latest album, Nine Apples of Gold. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall.
Turn around. 
Hi there, this is Janice Ian, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Thanks for being here. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. You just listened to the wonderful Iris Dement, back with new music 30 years after the release of her critically acclaimed debut album, Infamous Angel. Working on a World is the title track from her latest recording and seventh studio release. And it's a song that grew out of the fallout from the 2016 US presidential election. I don't think I have to remind you about what happened then. And it's a rallying call for activists everywhere. Change is difficult and maybe slow, but you should never give up, even if you don't get to see it through. Before that, Rachel Bayman with Bitter from her third solo recording, Common Nation of Sorrow, an album which takes its lead from the ongoing cost of living crisis and the generational economic disparity that is impacting the lives and future prospects of many young people. And in the background, it's Ottawa Valley-raised fiddler, singer, and step dancer, April Birch, with partner Cody Walters and their version of Bob Carlin's Ain't Gonna Get No Supper Here Tonight. And that's from their latest album, Passages and Partings. Next up, Lynn Harrison joins us to chat about her latest release, Treasure. But before we get there, from the new album, this is this quiet life. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Enjoy. Quiet light. 
That's Toronto singer-songwriter Lynn Harrison with the lovely This Quiet Life from her seventh solo recording, Treasure, an album that Lynn describes as uplifting songs for complicated times. It's certainly an album that provides a clear reminder about what is really important in life. And Treasure is the follow-up to another beautiful recording, Lynn's 2020 album, Something More which became one of our favorite albums of that year. To learn more about this wonderful, goosebump-inducing project, we're pleased to welcome Lynn Harrison back to Folk Roots Radio. It's wonderful to have you join us again. Oh, hi, Jan. It's so good to be back. Thanks for inviting me. Good to be here. And that's a great song to start with. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's COVID times. Maybe it's, dare I say, my stage of life. <laughs> um, but, you know, th- this album really speaks to me. It, it just connects so well. And I think This Quiet Life is an interesting song for all of us because uh, obviously this is an album that did come together in COVID times. We were all having to spend a lot more time at home. That brings a whole lot of different issues into play. But I wanted to give you a chance to to, to first start by talking about this particular song, because I, I picked it, there's 12 songs on the album, and I just felt this was the one to start off with. So why don't you tell us about this one? Thank you. Yes, this song, it's really important to me too. It, it really, for me, kind of encapsulates how my perspective has changed on life now, you know, and it, it may be a stage of life aspect or also the COVID times. 
But now I just find focusing on small things, gratitude wherever I can find it, gratitude for everything I have, recognizing that some of the ladders I was climbing earlier in my life or ambitions I may have had, you know, they're not as important really as the relationships that I have in life and my my connection with with life in the in the larger sense, you know. So um, <laughs> I think that song. I was speaking to myself in affirming a, a change of perspective and and hopefully some maturity along the way. I hope so. I always wonder, you know, if, is the stage of life thing, or you know, is it, you know, everything that we we have to go through? I mentioned as part of the intro that you know th this album, you know, you your focus was to to create an album of uplifting songs for complicated times. And we live in this really fast-paced world now, you know, with this 24-hour news cycle, social media, you know, pressures, you know, particularly, you know, looking at issues in relation to standard of living for people, how much harder it's got for people to get by. I do want to, to bring in the fact that as well as a singer-songwriter, and you've, uh, you know, been working at that for, for quite a while now. You're also a Unitarian Universalist minister with mm -hmm. the First Unitarian Congregation of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Does this feel more you being able to bring both sides of your life together and, and share an important message, I think? Yes, I think so. I, I think that the my career feels more integrated now than it ever has before. And, you know, I think... I think my songwriting has always done that. There's always been um, a spiritual aspect of, of my songs. I, I do think I'm a little bit more confident about that now, being able to really affirm it and being able to be clear, you know, about what I, what I see as important and meaningful in life and being able to really share that in a very clear and explicit way, perhaps, in the songs. You know, and and thinking about your songs like you know my this this quiet life during this last period of time, you know, especially when the pandemic arose, it was almost as if we all for a while thought, well, what is important? Wait a minute, this is pausing. We need to pause now. We need to look at what we must care about, which and which is you know caring for each other, caring for the earth, living in a way which is more in tune with our values. So, yeah, I think my ministry and my music, they intertwine in ways that I understand better now, you know, as I grow into both of those. And, uh, yeah, I'm grateful to be able to share it with people through the songs. I'm curious as to how your congregants, you know, who see you on a weekly basis as part of your ministry. I probably should get you just to explain a little bit about the Unitarian Universalist tradition, because this is a a tradition that I think is much more value-based rather than creed or dogma-based. Can you talk a little That's bit right. about that and weave in just how people react to your songwriting career as well? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So yes, Unitarian Universalism. Uh, there, there isn't a doctrine. You know, there isn't there isn't a creed. You know, um, and we we draw on sources of wisdom, both religious and secular, from a wide variety of sources. Uh, even though Unitarian Universalism sprang from Christian roots, Judeo-Christian roots, it's grown beyond that now. So, so people come with a wide variety of um, religious and, sp and spiritual perspectives, uh, including atheism. Uh, so it's a really interesting and inclusive, and yes, values-based, ethics-based 
and and yet also deeply spiritual um, tradition. So I'm I'm very happy to be part of that, and my music fits in really well with that because some people in our congregations don't find traditional religious language meaningful. Ways of approaching spirituality in a broader sense, and especially through music, it's very welcome in the setting that I serve. Often I will begin with an original song, and then my message of inspiration or sermon might um, might develop that those themes further. So they're they're really interwoven together, and I'm I'm glad to be able to do that. I have to say, I mean, I'm a big fan of your music, and it fits with my own spirituality, which you know, leans more in a Buddhist direction, but, you know, wisdom from all the great religions is valuable to everybody. And, and certainly we recognize that in our own spiritual practice here. Let's talk a little bit more about the 12 songs. We're going to go back and play another song in a second. So how long did it take you to bring these songs together? With one exception, they were all written from March 2020 onward. So they were all written within, you know, about a two-year period. So this is quite different for me in terms of the albums that I've done. Most of the other records, all of the other records, have drawn songs from different periods. Some have been more recent, but some, you know, just hadn't gotten on a record before. So this was really written as a as a suite of songs, really. So I think there's a consistency in terms of what's being said and kind of where I was coming from at the time when I was writing them. Does that mean that you might, when you write a song, share it with the the congregation before you ever decide to do anything more with it? Well, it's worked out that way sometimes, just almost coincidentally, because it's I've had an opportunity to share songs with the congregation first sometimes. And yet, you know, I... Uh, I think the songs um, would be written, you know, whether I was whether I was a minister or not. Um, I've come to realize that I, I'm a singer songwriter first uh, and a minister second, you know, which which might shock people, I guess, if they if they heard that. But it but it's true. I, I find this is the fact that I am a UU minister provides listeners who are coming who are who are looking for who are seekers. I guess that that might be a way of putting it. They are seekers, as am I. Um, but the songs would be written uh, no matter what and shared uh, with uh, whatever audiences are, are in front of me, really. I want to go back to the album and play another song. We're going to play Let's Talk to Each Other Like Trees, which I just love. I mean, I love it from a title. I love it from a song point of view because it, it just speaks of the interconnectedness with everything. And I think that that's just huge. I think once you actually understand that we're, we are connected with every other living being and every other, you know, part of this incredible world we live in, I find that very soothing and, and calming. I also love to hug trees, too. So um, <laughs> yes. I, I, I wanted to give you a chance to talk about this song and then let's give it a spin. Absolutely. So, yes, yeah, so the seventh principle of Unitarian Universalism is uh, um, the respect for the interdependent web of all existence. And so that sense of interdependence with everything is just woven right into to our uh, faith tradition. And it's something I've always um, believed and been interested in, you know, and more and more now as science and spirituality are, are showing us from different angles how we are connected and how we do communicate um, with virtually everything, how everything has consciousness and we are connected in these deep ways that we don't realize. I just find it a wonderful thing to meditate on. I find it very comforting. Um, and so it was a natural 
inspiration for a song. And it began, you know, really that first line, let's talk to each other like trees. Songs often start that way, just with an intriguing line that's sort of like, well, where is this going to take me? Um, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoy that song very much. Two, it's worth saying, I believe that the songs are living things. And I believe that the songs come through me. You know, so it's not so much me deciding to write about something. It's more that something is needing to be said and it comes forth. And hopefully I'm a vehicle that's able to bring it forward in a, in a helpful way. Let's talk to each other like trees. Let's talk to each other like trees We don't have to use words like these Let's talk to each other like trees Let's talk to each other like stones In their subterranean tones I can feel it deep in my bones We could speak together like stones Let's talk to each other in ways We don't even know that we knew In these inconceivable days I it's all we can do Let's talk to each other like rain Falling on the thirstiest grain Let's talk to each other like clouds High above these clamoring crowds Let's be with each other like night Abiding in the absence of light Let's be with each other like space And listen with an infinite grace Let's be with each other in ways We don't even know that we knew In these inconceivable days I believe it's all we can do If we were together that way the earth and the stars would be pleased And now there's no time to delay So let's talk to each other like stones Rain, clouds, night, space, trees Hi there, this is Aaron Costello, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Lynn Harrison with Let's Talk to Each Other Like Trees from her wonderful new album, Treasure. Lynn Harrison is our special guest 
on Folk Roots Radio, singer-songwriter and Unitarian Universalist minister. Tell us about the making of the album. You worked with Douglas September again. I think you've worked with him on a few albums, haven't you? I have, yes. This is the second project we've we've done together. Uh, he's wonderful to work with. Uh, we really enjoyed it. And with a really tight uh, team of a band, uh, people I know quite well. So David Woodhead, who I've known for years, have worked with for years. He produced my first three or four records, I guess. And and uh, Bob Cohen um, on guitar, additional guitars, uh, and Ambrose Potty on on uh, drums. So, yeah, we got together in the studio, and we just found the songs came together extremely quickly. It was so much fun um, working as a band, and yeah, just just a real joy. Yeah, to work with all of them and to have uh, Douglas at the helm. And I imagine when you're singing songs like this, it's very hard for people not to feel really connected, isn't it? I mean, the, the lyrics really—they're so open. And I think once you discover the joy of openness, mm. it's a real pleasure. And I imagine you must have had a lot of fun in the studio. Thanks for saying so. Yes, we we really did. Um, you know, as I say, we we kind of came in almost experimentally. Sort of, we had a handful a handful of songs. We didn't know if we were going to get through them all in terms of recording. We found we we just you know it just flowed like really like no other project. It just flowed so naturally. Uh, the songs fell into place. The the takes that we used. So you'll you'll hear on the record. There's a real there's a live energy to it, and it's because the performances were live performances. So, you know, my vocals were with the band initially. You know, we just recorded them all together. So there was we didn't have to do a lot of overdubbing, really. At least certainly not with the vocals. There were many other takes we could have used, many other performances because they all worked really well. And uh, it was fun. It was really, really fun. Uh, and then there were also a number of songs uh, that were more solo based, uh, where mostly it's me and the acoustic guitar with a little bit of embellishment as well. So yeah, it was it was really uh, a joy to do this record. I want to go back to the album and play another track. Now I picked me and my swinging mood because I think it's something that we can all understand. I mean, reflects back to the pandemic and uh, some of the highs and lows we had to deal with then. But I like to think of about it as being something that uh, affects our life generally, that, you know, that we all tend to have ups and downs in our days and uh, sometimes bigger challenges than others. Talk to us a little bit about how you decided to, to come up with this song. Well, one of the reasons I write songs is that um, I, I write them to cheer myself up. I find that making music lifts my spirits. And so that's one of the reasons why I think over the years I've turned to my guitar um, and to singing a, as a way to to cope with, with life's stresses. And this song takes kind of a lighthearted look at that, um, recognizing that the highs and the lows can be uh, kind of dramatic at times. Uh, you know, and, and not to minimize them in that, you know, certainly mood swings and uh, depression, uh, the low moods are are quite serious. It can be very, very serious. And also, if we're able to sometimes um, maybe laugh at ourselves a little bit or take ourselves a little less seriously, sometimes that can be of assistance. At least I have found that myself. Um, so, yeah, this was one that just, it was a coping mechanism, honestly, <laughs> writing this song. Uh, and I, and it still cheers me up. And I, I appreciate you saying that it's, we know that it was written during the pandemic period, but um, I'm finding now that we're kind of out of the pandemic period, 
you know, I hope it's still as relevant as it was. And I, I find that it is for myself. I'm feeling open hearted till the walls close in Getting stuff started till I stop again Looking around, seeing signs of hope Falling back down cause I just can't cope Staying far away because we do what's right Praying that'll get a better sleep tonight Witnessing the courage before my eyes Trying not to worry as the numbers rise I'm swinging from my shadow to my open heart Holding it together till I fall apart Singing to the ceiling in my solitude Me and my swinging mood Dancing from the attic to the basement floor Traveling no further than the day before Singing to the ceiling in my solitude Me and my swinging mood Everything's rosy till it turns to blue First I'm all cozy, then I'm missing you Smiling at strangers like nothing's wrong Feeling in danger, put the mask back on Looking for meaning, finding something more Feeling like screaming at the grocery store Weeping at the chalk marks on my street Up and down, around, and once again repeat I'm swinging from my shadow to my open heart Holding it together till I fall apart Singing to the ceiling in my solitude Me and my swinging mood Dancing from the attic to the basement floor Traveling no further than the day before Singing to the ceiling in my solitude Me and my swinging mood Until it all gets worse You think it's all over But there's one more verse We're all gonna make it Until we're not All gotta work With what we haven't got Rising and falling As the days roll by Look out the window To the clear grey sky Days are numbered For you and me So let's count these blessings One, two, three As we're dancing Traveling swinging mood dancing from the attic to the basement floor traveling no further than the day before singing to the ceiling in my solitude me and my swinging mood me and my swinging mood me and my swinging mood That's Lynn Harrison with Me and My Swinging Mood from her great new album, Treasure. Lynn Harrison is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today, chatting about the album and life in general. And I have to say that since I discovered Lynn's music, uh, I mentioned at the start of this interview that her album, Something More from 2020, was one of our favorite albums of that year. And the thing I love about this music, and I guess I want to encourage you to, to think about picking up a copy or uh, finding it online to, to enjoy, is that the fact that it is really good music to put on when, you know, that song is about the highs and lows that we all feel. And as Lynn mentioned, sometimes those lows can be quite serious. But music like this really brings through that connection and brings through that feeling of uh you know, you're not the only one going through something like this. That I found really good. So it's great to have Lynn with us. And again, 
we do on this show encourage you to buy the artist's music if at all possible, because it all helps. And as Lynn also mentioned earlier in the interview, she is a singer-songwriter and Unitarian Universalist minister. And singer-songwriter is quite an important part of her life. So why don't we talk a little bit about what happens now? The album is out, and you had a release show, I think, in February. Tell us about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that was that was a wonderful night, actually. We were at uh, Eastminster Church, which is a large, uh, big, big open sanctuary on, on Danforth, Broadview and Danforth in Toronto. And uh, the whole band was there. And just in that space where, you know, the music just really resonates and there's so much history uh, of people singing, singing uplifting songs. So it, it worked really well um, for the release of, of the record. Uh, was really a joy. And actually, I'm working now on just um, putting some videos together to get up on YouTube, you know, for the folks who weren't able to come. We also live streamed uh, the concert at the same time. So people um, across North America were joining us uh, by the live stream. So being in such a new world now in terms of how we present our work, um, just really, really interesting. And yes, coming up. So uh, there'll be all there'll be a lot of live performances in different settings. There's some community settings coming up. Uh, um, there's a shared show uh, marking International Workers Day uh, coming up uh, at the end of April. I'm doing I'm doing a series of shows at a little local cidery uh, out in out in um, little town in Ontario. Um, lots of different. Oh, and, and continuing with uh, doing things with Bob and David at the Transact Club. Um, and there'll be more performances uh, coming up. And yes, people can find my my work on Bandcamp. That's an excellent way to find it. If you're interested in listening or purchasing, that's very, very much appreciated. And, and do be in touch. That's I always welcome people's uh, emails and uh, connecting on Facebook, too. No, that's great. And your website is linoleum.com, which I always love because it's uh, not linoleum as an L-I-N-O-L-E-U-M. It's L-Y-N-O-L-E-U-M dot com. Mm-hmm. So that's how mm-hmm. you can find Lynn Harrison online. Uh, your music connects so much. I guess the, the connection must be really important for you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the sense of um, it's very rewarding to know that what I've expressed in a song um, it is what someone else is experiencing. You know, so when people say to me, you know, that's exactly... You know, well, actually, you know, I, I was actually um, speaking to someone not long ago, you know, in a ministry context, and out of the blue, they they quoted a song. They, actually, it was me and me and my swing and mood, <laughs> you know, and I had no idea that they even knew the music. You know, I I didn't know that this was that this had entered their life, but it had, and so I was just, you know, just humbled and grateful, you know, that that the music could be of use. Yeah, and it as you said earlier, you know that just that sense that we're not alone. You know, this is this is such an important part of all community and spiritual community in particular that we are not alone. We we are connected to other human beings. We are connected to all life itself, and depending on your understanding, we are connected to um, a greater intelligence which creates us and continues to create life. Uh, and, uh, you know, as human beings, we're always open, opening. And, I, you know, I'm glad that you, that you brought in the Buddhist perspective, which is also important to me also. You know, as we continue to open ourselves, 
to awaken, if I can use that word. And creative practice is one way to awaken. You know, it opens us up to the creative forces within us and around us and allows us to bring that forward in a way that helps us grow and uh, serves others at the same time. So, you know, I just feel so incredibly grateful to be able to do this work in, in the way that I can. It's, uh, it's, truly, um, it's truly an honor and a gift. So I've been at First Unitarian Congregation for the past seven years, um, and I'm actually uh, leaving the congregation at the beginning of October and, uh, you know, feeling a mix of, of uh, excitement at sort of retiring from that role um, and also will we'll miss the congregation, but I'll be continuing to do regular guest preaching at many uh, Unitarian Universalist congregations uh, in the region, in Southern Ontario, here in Toronto and beyond. And I will be doing music at the same time. So there will be um, music and message interwoven uh, completely at places like Don Heights and the Unitarian Congregation of Durham and uh, Neighborhood Congregation and others likely as well. So, um, so some change in the works. And uh, in addition to that, there will be many other live performances uh, locally in the community and at a variety of venues. So, so I think it'll be a, a lot uh, an exciting time. I'm looking forward to it. It certainly sounds exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next with all of that going on. Obviously, it's an opportunity to, uh, to share your music much wider than you've been able to do in in Toronto so far. So that's that's wonderful news for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jan. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And it's wonderful that you are sharing it with us on Folk Roots Radio and, and elsewhere. I mean, music like this needs to be shared. And you, as you said, I mean, it's the interconnectedness of everything that is the, I think, you know, the mind-blowing thing for me in everything. And, you know, it's just an absolute pleasure for me to be able to, to talk to you today. The album is called Treasure. It's by Lynn Harrison. As Lynn mentioned, you can get it on Bandcamp. We're going to finish off with a song that was quite clearly about the pandemic, holding it together as the world falls apart. Uh, what thoughts do you have about this particular song? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's the task that all of us have, you know. How are we going to continue to uh, to to live each day as well as we can, despite the the awareness of the the extraordinarily complex and difficult problems that the world is facing now um and you know we wake up in the morning and uh actually it was i think it was eb white the writer who wrote uh, charlotte's web you know who said he was caught between the problem of wanting to save the world and wanting to savor the world <laughs> you know wanting to improve the world or enjoy the world you know and this is the thing you know how how are we going to choose to live and holding it together we're all trying to do that, it seems to me, and I have the privilege of witnessing in my ministry a lot of people who are doing that in our own, in our own very personal ways. But the thing about that song, you know, is it does come back to, to relationship. You know, there's one line that says, "I need you more than ever. I need love and faith and art." You know, and and I think we do need those things right now. You know, more than ever. That's a perfect way to finish. This is Lynn Harrison with Holding It Together as the World Falls Apart from her wonderful album, Treasure. And you definitely need to buy it because I'm sure it will feature in my best of the year again. Lynn, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you join us today. Thank you so much, Jan. This is just a, a joy for me. Thank you so much. Two, 
This is Kelly Z from Kelly's Lot, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. I like hanging with the folk. You are butterfly. And that's it. That's all we can squeeze into this episode. You'll be able to check out our interview with Lynn Harrison again via our website at folkrootsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. 
And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with the fabulous Mary Gauthier. And thank God for you. A song she wrote with Caleb Elliott and Peter Case as a simple thank you for discovering contentment. Now, in Mary's case, that meant meeting her life partner, singer-songwriter Jamie Harris. But it's also a thank you for all the special people we have in our lives. And I'm including all the people that listen to this radio show in that too. Thank you. And I also think in a wider sense, and taking account of our interview with singer-songwriter Lynn Harrison, it can also mean just the joy of being and living right here, right now, just as it is. A beautiful mantra I use daily and one I first heard from Jack Cornfield and Trudy Goodman. And you can find Thank God For You on Mary Gautier's latest album, her excellent post-pandemic release, Dark Enough To See The Stars. Stay safe and well, everyone. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. Crescent City disappearing in the rearview mirror Just like she's always done Spend my life running from the ghost of the Vukari That dirty spillway water in the noonday sun The daughters of charity left their mark on me Keeping secrets, well, it just makes you feel long Magazine she stole from me And I never thought I'd find my way home I thank God for you I thank God for you Wake up in the morning I thank God for you I thank God for you I thank God for you Wake up in the morning I thank God for you Jonesing on a Greyhound bus With a 20-year ticket to a tortured mind Sirens, sorrow, cigarette butts My Jesus in pieces, broken as a highway line Thank God for you I thank God for you Wake up in the morning I thank God for you I thank God for you I thank God
heart for you Wake up in the morning I thank God for you You gave me something No one can take away You saw through me And loved me anyway For you. 